Please listen carefully. Well, hello, universe, and welcome to the Optimist Daily Update. I'm Christy Jim. And I'm Summers McKay. And we are part of the team behind the Optimist Daily, making solutions the news. We bring you reader-funded solutions news every day in order to change the tenor of news media, social media, and the direction of your day to help us all get focused on solutions. Seven days a week, we publish positive news stories written by award-winning journalists and delivered online to your inbox and through our social channels. And also, we are sharing these solutions in a commute-worthy, walk-worthy, home office-worthy, hump-day-worthy podcast. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of May, 2022. Happy Wednesday. How are you doing? Happy Wednesday. I'm uh, I'm hanging in there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hump day, right? Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's the time to hang in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By your nails. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. It's been so windy this week here. We had a a mini fire which thankfully got put out quickly the other day in Santa Barbara. Came home from work and and I saw the smoke on the hill. They were able to nip it in the bud, mm. which is thankful because right. the winds have been intense. Yeah. In New Mexico, actually, there are some pretty major fires happening in my area of the United States. Some pretty major, major fires are threatening uh, Los Alamos and at the base of the Rockies. It is definitely fire season. And I was actually listening to a Texas climatologist this morning on NPR talking about how, well, basically how climate change is real. <laughs> Oh, really? I didn't realize that. But, so basically how <laughs> Earth is different now and things are more extreme and uh, we just need to be prepared and sensible and also just acknowledge that this time of year and all times of year can be extreme. We are in a heat wave here in Austin right now. Oh, fun. Well, you know, it's fun because for like the little kids and, you know, it just means we spend a lot of time playing in splash pads. Yeah. Do you know that heat actually kills more people than almost anything? In terms of like adverse weather. Yeah. Rising temperatures has a lot of it's, danger. It's yeah. quite a dangerous situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We sound so positive, don't we? Maybe we should just talk about the solutions that are in the headlines today. Yeah. Okay. So there's actually some pretty tech savvy solutions today. And Christy and I were both in kind of a tech mindset. You know what? Why don't you go first with your solution? I would be delighted. I'd be delighted. Okay. So my headline reads, new 2D material could change the game in batteries and electronics. I think the term 2D is a little bit funny because it's not exactly 2D. It's just very, very thin. Right. So a team from the Tulane University School of Science and Engineering has developed a new family of, quotes, 2D materials, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. can change the game for batteries and conductive materials and potentially many other technologies. This is a technological advance which could be transformative in storage materials and also conductive materials. And I think there will be some effects with the fact that we are going to rely more and more on electronics. We rely more and more on storage capacity for batteries. Yes. And so that's what's cool about this. And basically, the new material, what it's done is it's essentially a marriage of two pre-existing materials. They're calling it, (laughs) get this, transition metal carbo chalcogenides, or TMCC. Let's just go with TMCC as the the acronym. It's a combination of transition metal carbides and transition metal dichalcogenides. Those don't sound familiar because they're quite a mouthful of 
uh, jingoistic chemical engineering stuff. Uh, just call it TMCC. But it's pretty cool because it takes the best of both of these materials and marries them into one single thing because the first material, the metal carbide, is known for being excellent as an electrochemical energy storage and for converting that energy back into electricity, but it's considered poor for conductivity and stability. The second is very powerful for conductivity, so the TMCC has the benefits of both. Here's a quote from Michael Naguib, who's a team leader. And he says that the two-dimensional materials are nanomaterials with the thickness in the nanometer size, which is one one millionth of a millimeter, and the lateral dimensions thousands of times the thickness. So it's flat and thin, like a piece of paper. So it offers a unique set of properties compared to bulkier materials. They're much lighter. So having batteries that are conductors as well as stores of electricity could be a game changer for efficient storage and transfer of energy. And it can also have many applications for supercapacitors, catalysts, sensors, other electronics. So it's a an interesting advance. You know, advancing storage, reducing size, reducing waste, and potentially, you know, improving efficiency is the goal. My story kind of dovetails on this because right. it is likewise interesting and a potential advance, but not fully developed at the moment. My headline reads, a microwave network could make the internet faster and more climate resilient. For many of us, our homes have become our offices, <laughs> for sure, uh, our entertainment centers, and even where we socialize during the pandemic. All of this is possible to do from the comfort of our homes because of the internet. And when doing so much online, actually speed matters. I don't know how often, Christy, you check your speed test, but I am always checking my internet speed. Even today, as we're recording this, you and I had to alter how we were recording to ensure high quality audio because of, you know, low storage space and, and congested internet. On paper, the internet should operate at the speed of light, 670 million miles an hour but it actually travels 37 to 100 times slower than that. Researchers from Yale University, however, have developed and tested a new system principle that could improve internet speeds up to 100%. Guess what, Christy? It's not digging more cables and fibers. It's using microwaves. Network latency is the term for that split-second delay in a signal traveling from a computer to a server and back again. It's a small issue to be expected. We all just live with this. And this comes from those fiber optic cables through which the signals are sent. The internet is a series of underground cable networks that zigzag beneath highways and railroads and send signals in long circuitous routes between sources and destinations. The cables themselves are basically made of glass and the light moves much more slowly than optimum speeds. Good old Gregory Laughlin, a professor of astronomy in Yale's Faculty of Arts and Sciences, and other colleagues are working on a project called Internet at the Speed of Light to look what's wrong with our current network and know what can be done better in the future. Is this kind of like the Li-Fi using light? Yes, and internet signals in this microwave radio transmission network 
would travel in a straight line through the air, speeding up the internet. So they're not going through cables. They're not going under highways. They're not going, you know, along your backyard. They are shooting through the air directly to the receiving machine. Stock exchanges between Chicago and New Jersey currently used a microwave network to shave off microseconds to their transactions. Microwaves, in addition to radio waves and visible light, are all called non-ionizing radiation. This is safe, right? And there's a lot of discussion on, oh, would this be dangerous? The only non-ionizing radiation that actually causes cancer or anything deleterious is UV light. So microwaves are safe. And Laughlin and his team presented their findings and showed that a microwave network would be faster and less vulnerable to inclement weather. Remember what we started the top of the show about? Yeah. Oh, that wind. Going forward and improving the internet, (laughs) making it faster and also more cost effective. You and I are so reliant on the internet, but there have been many times since I moved here to Austin, Texas, where I, when we first got here, had some major internet situations where I wasn't able to work and wasn't able to record the pod or we were trying to figure out how to do it on a cell phone because the landlines weren't working. What I think it also could allow for is ubiquitous high-speed internet, provided that there were sufficient radio towers installed. And of course, those radio microwave radio network towers would also need to be installed in a climate-friendly way and not disrupt the local environment. So yes, 10,000 questions on this concept, but once again, another advancement of making things better and also acknowledging we are in a changing world. I like it. We're a bit techy today on the Optimist Daily. It's about the possibility of coming up with better technologies, newer technologies. Yeah. All part of the wave of the future. (laughs) Also in the wave of the future, some other headlines include spirulina-based smoked salmon looks and feels and tastes (laughs) like the real deal. Oh, wow. (laughs) I actually love smoked salmon, so that makes me happy. White House names the first black openly gay press secretary. For the first time ever, California runs on 100% clean energy and simple mail disposal kits reduce opioid abuse in patients. What do you do with the rest of your opioids, right? says don't flush them, don't throw them away. A simple return mail kit can help reduce abuse. What else do we have, Christy? Well, there's tips on what you can do in the day to improve your sleep at night. Because sleep is so is important. Is it drink more caffeine? Should we drink more caffeine I during the day? I doubt that's the tip, but... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> read the article. Find out. 90 minutes or less of exercise is enough to reduce risk of depression. And I think that's 90 minutes in a week and not in a day because that would be a whole lot of, <laughs> whole lot of moving. <laughs> you know what? 90 minutes a day of exercise would definitely reduce depression. It also might not be feasible for most of us. <laughs> Probably help your sleep though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> an Asian elephant has been cured of tuberculosis using a new method. And finally, the moon could fuel the future of space exploration. That and so much more on The Optimist Daily. Go check it out. And thanks, everybody, for listening to The Optimist Daily Update. We promise to keep sharing positive, solution-based stories with cool new ideas on how you can participate in a changing world and help ensure it's changed for the good. We promise to cover current events with accurate, legitimate sources and offer you the information we all need to chart new paths for all of us. Please consider becoming an emissary on theoptimistdaily.com and for as little as $5 a month, support reader-funded independent journalism. 
Uh, support us for free on your socials by forwarding a story to a friend. Make sure to leave a positive review for our pod on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to our optimistic news. Thanks, everybody. We will keep the Optimist Daily free to all who need it, supported by those who can, and we'll be back tomorrow with more information.